Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to the pod. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, business mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I just wanna shout out my client, Sequoia, today. She's my private client and she is a web designer. And when her and I first started working together, she had little to no self-belief. She would literally push opportunities away. She was so afraid that the other shoe was gonna drop and that she actually wasn't a good web designer. I actually talked about that in an email during the Worthy Woman Method launch a couple weeks ago in which I was like, sometimes there's that overarching belief that's lingering behind everything else that is, what if I'm actually not good enough? Like, what if I'm actually not a good coach? So I'll talk about that in a different episode, but I believe that that feeling or that thought can linger for a very long time, even when you're seeing the success. But that's not what this episode is about today, but it's just something to mention. So she had a lot of thoughts and beliefs about herself that were really sabotaging her success and since then since only a couple of months ago she has created so much money in her business she literally said to me the other day she was like I can't believe how easily money is coming in she is feeling so much better she is making moves in her business she's simplifying her offers and she is selling consistently I'm always like girl you just show up and fucking sell I'm so impressed with you because sometimes that's a really huge hurdle for clients and everybody is different so don't beat yourself up if it's hard for you to show up and sell but that is something that she has always been able to do so it was really just amplified when we got clear on her offers and got clear on her belief about herself and started changing the thoughts that she was having and I'm just so proud of her in only a couple of months and she just feels so much better. There's still so much more exciting work to be done, but just in such a short time, she has come so fucking far. And yeah, she literally said to me, I can't believe how easy that sale was. I can't believe how easily I am bringing money in. And she's even like, I got somebody through Instagram. And I'm like, yes, I get everybody through Instagram. Like it's possible. It's completely possible when you decide and that when you do the work on yourself, because remember, especially with private coaching, like a lot of it, like the majority of it is mindset. It is the thoughts that you're having, the beliefs that you're having and why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And it all bleeds into your strategy. It all is where your strategy actually comes from is within your brain and from what you believe is possible for you. And she is evidence of that. So if you are like, dude, I need this. If you are wanting to scale into six figures and beyond, my private coaching is available. I have two spots available and you can go to the link in my show notes and book a free sales call with me and see if we're a good fit. I actually want to tell a story that is related to Sequoia because I had a thought of a podcast episode, probably going to be short and sweet, about what it costs to not have belief in yourself, like what it actually costs because Sequoia came to me and as we began to work on her self-belief, something that she was hitting up against was when somebody would reach out to her in terms of her services and would inquire, she would immediately have this feeling like it's not me, like 
I'm not good enough. Somebody else needs to do this job. She would refer them to other people. She would try to talk them down to a lower price or she would tell herself in the moment, oh, I can offer a discount or I can do this at a lower price. And even though she was having the thoughts of I need to make more money, I want to increase my income, the actual action that she was taking was proving the opposite of that. So she had a ton of incongruencies in terms of the goals that she had set for herself and where she wanted to go and what she was actually doing inside of her business. And that comes down to the thoughts that you're having and what you believe about yourself, about your capabilities, about your service in general, and about what is possible for you. So she was self-sabotaging a ton by pushing people away, pushing opportunities away, and not taking action on what she was saying that she actually wanted. So we were able to identify a lot of those incongruencies within our first couple of sessions in terms of what she was saying she wanted and what she was actually doing in terms of her actions. And those were very easily cleaned up within the first couple of sessions. And as I've said, she has now people reaching out to her and then she's thinking to herself why do I feel the need to push them away why do I feel the need to tell them I'll do it at a reduced rate why do I feel awkward or nervous about charging a little bit more and the cost of not believing in yourself is so much greater than if you just decide in the moment to take the leap kind of what Mel Robbins talks about with the five second rule just deciding in that moment I'm gonna believe in myself I have to do that on every single sales call. I have to do that when I get ready to tell them the price of the investment, when I get ready to talk about like myself or the offer or whatever. I have to be like, I just need to believe in myself for this one half hour, for this one 45 minute call, for this one time that I'm going to show up and talk about my offer. I don't believe in myself 24-7. There are times when I do think the other shoe is going to drop or I do think I'm not good enough. But if I can at least get myself to believe in what I'm capable of or what's possible, even just for a couple of minutes, that enough inspires me to take action and to move through whatever discomfort that I'm feeling and just say the price of the investment or just talk about my offer for a couple of slides. And when you let your belief fall to the wayside, your actions are going to be reminiscent of that. Your actions are going to take on the form of that lack of self-belief and it is going to cost you so much money. It's going to cost you so much money. A way that it's going to cost you so much money is by outsourcing your belief because when you outsource your belief, it looks like you investing in courses or coaches or groups or what have you and outsourcing your belief to them. You are going to be investing in a person or investing in a group or in a course thinking once I do this, once I work with this person, I am going to be good enough. I am going to be able to do what I need to do. And I think that's good and I think that's bad. I think when we go into the coaching relationship with the intention of I'm not good enough right now, and this person is going to do the actions and do the things for me, I literally used to think that in the beginning. I used to think, oh, all I need to do is work with this coach and she's going to tell me all the things that I need to do and then I am going to be able to do them and to be successful. 
I thought that there was a secret, like a signature sauce that I would know and then I'd be good. I'd be Gucci. But what I realized was like I had to believe in myself first. And even if that was through working with that coach, I still wasn't expecting to do the work on myself. I wasn't expecting to do the inner work and for it to be hard and for me to look at those thoughts and beliefs that I never really questioned before. I just thought, oh, this person is going to give me strategy, tell me to do this, and then I'm just going to be able to have the success that she has. That was a very early part of me, like very early in my business when I started to invest. And that alone, those thoughts of I'm not good enough on my own, I shouldn't have belief in myself just because that has cost me so much money because again we've talked about certifications on this podcast before and I think it's your intention behind every certification that you get if you are thinking to yourself this is going to make me good enough and this is going to help me sell then those aren't good intentions to get that certification but if it's this is going to enrich my education this is going to help me help my clients more this is going to be so good for myself and for my business and to help me grow then of course of course you should get a certification of course you should expand on your skills and build your skill set but I said this in an email my class of people that graduated from neurolinguistic programming practitioner training Not everybody has a successful business. Not everybody does because they just thought, oh, I'm going to get this certification and then I'm going to be a really successful coach who can charge all this money. When in reality, it was you have to take action on those things. You have to do the work on yourself. And there are a lot of people that invest a ton into all these certifications and these courses to really just come out of it on the other side being like, so I still have to believe in myself. Like it's still not going to work if I don't believe in my capabilities, in the fact that I am worthy and good enough, in the fact that it is all working out for me, in the fact that I'm not some special snowflake that has all these reasons as to why it can't happen for her. You really have to build up those thoughts first. That's what has to happen first. And a lot of that is created through action. So just doing the thing anyway, and then looking back and reflecting and going inwards and then taking the action again and then going inwards and taking the action again. So that looked like even though I was scared and even though I didn't believe in myself, I would still launch programs. And then I would look back on my progress, on the thoughts that I was thinking, on the beliefs that I had, and I would do an inventory essentially about like, okay, what led me to believe that I couldn't do a good job with this launch or that I can't do a good job with this program? Just being really diagnostic with regards to my thoughts and my feelings. And again, never making it mean anything, never making anything mean anything about you. They're just thoughts and you are not your thoughts. You are the thinker of your thoughts. But if I just continue to outsource my belief into other people or outsource my belief into programs and courses I remember thinking like oh I'm going to join this mastermind and just being in this mastermind with all these other people that's going to make me successful and I remember thinking that and now I'm like oh my god first of all I would never join them ever but I also am like no like I don't need other people to help me be successful or well known in this space I have that belief in myself now So I want you to pay attention to if you are outsourcing all of your belief 
into another person or into a certification or into a tool that you have access to or into your education at all. I know that when I get on the call with somebody, yeah, I have certifications and I have a ton of education and experience and that's what they're paying for when they work with me. But then it's just me and them on the call. Just me and them and me paying attention to the things that they're saying, listening, holding space, offering them a different perspective, coaching them through things that they're experiencing, and essentially being that guide and being that mentor, that caboose on the end of the train, pushing them forward because you're not special. You're not, you're not a special snowflake that this inner work or the belief work or the thought work isn't going to work for you. It is if you decide that it is going to work for you and you have been avoiding doing the work on yourself, then it's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch up to you eventually. No matter how much money you make, it's going to catch up to you eventually. I remember seeing a post from somebody in a really big company and she said that she didn't hire a coach until she hit seven figures and I just thought that 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 was so shitty for her to say even if it was true because I was just like you literally are a coach like your, your company is contingent on that like that's a basic premise and you have to practice what you preach and Even if you're a service provider and you're listening to this too, it's still important to get coaching and to work on yourself and work on those thoughts and beliefs because they are what drives you every single day. They are what creates your programs. They are what creates your goals. They are what is pushing you forward. And it is goddamn expensive when you don't believe in yourself because you are going to look to everyone else to tell you the answer. You're going to look to everything else to tell you the secret. And instead of realizing that the only secret there is, is to continuously work on yourself and do the inner work and go inward and process your emotions and lean into possibility instead of probability like we talked about last week. And I think my client Sequoia is such a great example of this that she was literally pushing away money. She was contemplating even working with a coach in general. Um, She had worked with other coaches before, which actually scared me a little bit because I was like, oh shit, she's worked with a self-confidence coach before and stuff like that. And it still didn't work, quote unquote. And it's just evidence that when you work from the ground up, when you work on your self-belief, of course you could say, what? It's just so easy for her to say, yes, I'll take this opportunity. But she had so many experiences like childhood experiences and wounds and beliefs about herself and beliefs about her capabilities and what was good and what was bad that it literally stopped her from saying yes I'll take on this job or it literally compelled her to say I'll refer you to somebody else and that is what little self-belief that she had self-sabotage is a real thing when you don't believe in yourself so that's my quick little lesson for you guys today on what it costs to not have self-belief And I want you to really like examine and reflect on the things that you may have done or not taken action on or self-sabotaged because you didn't have that belief in yourself. And what's the cost of you not doing this work on yourself? So again, I have private coaching spots open. I have two of them open. So you can go into the link in my show notes and apply to book a free sales call. And then we will see if we are a good fit. We will work together for six months, three calls a month with an implementation week. And you will also have access to me via Voxer, which is a messaging and voice app. 
and then you will also have forever access to all of my passive offers so the from imposter to empowered course the perfect launch vault the energy management bundle all that good stuff hey i love you guys and i'll talk to you next week Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free three-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story, tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.